Okay, so we're on the bottom of Kufhei Amr Beis, the two dots, four lines uh, from the bottom of the page. Okay, so the, the Mishnah had talked about the thought, like the, the final case of the Mishnah was that there was a Maisa story that happened, Shachalot Beinala Beina, the Beis HaSurim, and there was two, you know, a, a man and a woman, and they, they did Chalitza, sounds like just on their own, in a prison. And the story came in front of Rabbi Kiva, and he said it was fine. So the Gemara says, If it was happening between him and her, and there was nobody there, then how do we know that it even happened? Where, where does the information even come from? So Amr Yehuda Amr Shmuel ve'edim ro'en osavim bachotz. No, they were, they were, you know, where they were, but there were two edim, they were by themselves in a certain sense, but they were edim who were standing outside of the jail, and they, uh, they saw what happened. So wait a second, Ibai lehu ma'isa shachaltu be'no le'bena avrai, right, was that they, that the, that the ma'isa happened between the two of them outside of the, the prison, u'bam ma'isa mehir rekiva be'beis ha'asurin, and then the story was, was told to Rekiva when he was in prison. Or is the story that happened that they, again, that, that this story happened in the Beis HaSurin. Where does this, you know, uh, question come from? Because it's not totally clear if you read the, the, the language of the Mishnah, was, And then, Not everyone has that vav. So, meaning that you could read it as, there's a story where, they were chalats bin Elbinah, and then that, those words be Beit Hasurin, does that go on where they were? Right? That they, this story happened in Beit Hasurin, or do we say, Beit Hasurin, by Maisa Mehir Bikiva? Right? Or that the, the, in the jail, the Maisa came to Rebbe Akiva. So which one was it? So Abu Huda Marav, Beit Hasurin Hayam Maisa, Ulu Beit Hasurin, by Maisa. That the story happened in prison, and the story came to him, came to him in prison. If you're wondering when it was Rebbe Akiva in prison, so the Tosis actually talks about. Uh, the Tosh to Rasulullah, the bottom touches here on, on on the bottom of the page, actually talks about it. Um, he points at this point with the Vav also, and uh, and if you take a look, uh, three lines from the bottom of the page, all the way at the end of the line, Vayish Lomar. So Tosh writes Vayish Lomar, the Odeya Hagamara Shabala Fana Beis Asurin. The Gemara actually knows already that the story that the story came to him when he was in jail. Kid Amr Yushami, Rabbi Yochan Asanlar Avar Kumi Chavushin, right there, Rabbi Yochan Asanlar went by people who were in prison, Rabbi Kiva, Haya Machriz, Va'amar, Man Bai Mechtin, Mai Bai Tsinurin, and Rabbi Kiva was in jail, presumably because he was teaching Torah. And uh, he would say, Who needs, uh, you know, who needs uh, needles, who needs pipes, Chalza Ben Labena, Mahu. Right, and then, and then someone said, "What would happen if Chatzal bin Labena and Adi Klareshe min 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 kavasei Amalei islacha kushin islacha kasher?" He was calling things out. Oh, you have kushin. Oh, is it kasher? Meaning, he was saying it's kasher. So there was a way of like kind of speaking in code language while they were uh, even even in scenarios where they were in prison for teaching Torah. Um, and that's that's the story that we're talking about. Fine. Um, so the, the bottom line is that the Gemara seems to say, or says, that Beinah Beinah, the story was, that it was kosher, as long as there were two Aiden there. So Tanur um and so, so we'll have to see where we go over that. But that, that sounds like at least what the, what the Mishnah seems to be referring to. Uh, so Tanur Abanan, now we're at the top of Kufa Manal. Chalitza Mutas Kshera. A Chalitza that is, we'll call it, you know, uh, like... Uh, 
bent in a certain direction. It's kind of like, you know, it's not totally forced, but it's, you know, there's some trickery going on. We'll see in a second as we, you know, there's some false assumptions maybe. So, Ezi, Chalitzim Mutas. What does that mean, Chalitzim Mutas? Or Mishlakish, Kol Sha'omim Lo Chalutz, Ubekach Ata Konsa. You tell the guy, if you do this, uh, you'll be married. Okay, we know Chalitza is the opposite of getting married. Right? So you tell the guy, do Chalitza, and then you're gonna, you'll be married. So Amalei, Rabbi Yochanan, I taught, Ben Shinnis Gavin Hu, Velonis Gavnehi, Ben Shinnis Gavnehi, Velonis Gavin Hu, Chalitza Sapsula. I teach Gavnu Shinayem Ke'echad, Ve'at Amris, Chalitza Sakshera. I mean, we, we said, I taught already, that you need both of them to have Kavana for Chalitza. And you're telling me that you could tell him if you do this, she'll, she'll be married to you when you're really trying to come, where Chalitza accomplishes the opposite? How is the Chalitza Kshayra in such a case? So, Elo, so now, rather, what's the case? What's the case? The case is that you told him, do Chalitza on the condition that we're going to give you 200 Zuz. So, we're going to give you that, uh, if, if he makes that, you know, make that statement to him and you, you tell him do it on that condition, he does it anyways. With that, with only with only the assumption he's doing it so that he'll get paid, so then that that works. Look at Rashi. Top Rashi in the page. Right, even though you're not going to pay him, <laughs> the chalitza will be good. And the Gemara is going to explain this as we move along, and what and why is this? Says Rashi. The Gemara in Ksubis explains. They call tonight b'nei Gad b'nei Ruvain gamrinan gamrinan tana. So the the there's a whole conversation in in, in, in Shas about uh, Tanaim in general, when you make a, a condition on the deal, that we learned that the ideas of Tanaim from the Tanaim, B'nei Gavne, B'nei Gavne, Ruven came to Moshe Rabbeinu, and they said they wanted to uh, live on the other side of the Yardin, and Moshe Rabbeinu is furious at them, and he basically says, he makes this whole uh, condition with them, if you're going to come, you're going to fight, and you'll lead everybody in battle, etc. So then, you can, then eventually you can go back, and, and live on the other side of the Yardin. But if you don't, then you can't. So there's all these, basically, there's all these... Um, Ways all these specific details about how that tonight was made. It's 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 doubled. It's made. You know, if you do and if you don't, and you learn all these halachos of ten, of tanai from that case. But one of the things that we learn is that you can only make a tanai. You know, that a tanai that uh, that um, works is only a tanai. So now Rashi says, "Garmin and tanai she efshel lahasnos aydei shaliach she asa Moshe Yeshua shaliach lasit lehemetz ayres hagilat." Have a tonight tonight. So, the, so one of the one of the rules we learn about tonight is tonight only works is if it's something that can be done aydei shaliach because Moshe Rabbeinu made Yoshua shaliach to make sure this was going to happen. So, the, so one of the halachos of tonight that we learn from Bnei Gad Bnei Ruvain is that tonight only works if it's something that can be done aydei shaliach. Vechol tonight to lo efshalas as aydei shaliach kegon chalitza ain tonight moava v'zehu tamoshal davar. Right, but a, a tonight that a tonight on something that cannot be done actually doesn't work. So chalitza uh, cannot be done by somebody else. You can't have someone else go do chalitza on your behalf. Chalitza has to be done by the by the individual himself, uh, by both of them. So since that's true, the tonight doesn't work. So when you tell him do do chalitza amanas right on tonight, then I'm gonna give you two hundred Jews, and then he does it. So he's, and then and then he says okay, pay my money. You say I well, sorry, I'm not gonna give you money. So what do you mean? You, that was that was a condition. Answer is yeah, conditions don't work when it comes to chalitza. So, uh, so, so that's why the Tanai works because the Tanai is, you know, not, uh, he, he intends to do the Chalitza, his Kavana is to let it do Chalitza, but he did it with a certain condition, but that condition is Batal. It doesn't mean anything. And therefore, the Chalitza works. So that's what's called Chalitza Mutas, says the Gemara. Okay. Um, and continues the Gemara, Tanya Nam Yachi. 
chalitza mutaz kashera, right? That again, chalitza mutaz is kasher. Ezo ezo he chalitza mutaz kol sheomrim chalutz amanashatid nechamasayim zuz. Right? That 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 this is the definition is this exact case. You, they, you say do chalitza amanash that I'm going to pay you two hundred zuz. Umayitza biisha achas. There's a certain woman shenafla lifnei yavam sheein hagunla. She fell. She became uh, you know a yavama to a man who was not appropriate for her. Va'amrulo and they said to him. Chalutzla amanashatin lechamasayim zos, and they told him, "Do chalitza, and we'll pay you two hundred zos." Uba ma'ayus lefnei and clearly they didn't pay him. Uba ma'ayus lefnei rebichia bechshira, and rebichia had this case come in front of him, and he said, "It was fine, no problem, it works, fine." So you have a brace that supports this uh, definition of of chalitza uh, mutas and the fact that it's kasher when it happens. Okay, uh, another story. Who da asla kamed rebichia barab? Some someone came. To Rabbi Chiyavar Abba, Amrullah, and they said, and he said to her, "Biti." Uh, so the woman came to him for for chalitza, and he said to her, "Biti Amudi." He said to her, "Stand up." So Amrullah, uh, Ima Yeshiva Sazu He Basically, he says to her, "Stand up," meaning stand up to do, to do, uh, to do uh, yibum and to do chalitza, to do yibum. And she and the, his, her mother says to him, "Actually, her sitting, meaning her refusal to do yibum, is going to be her." Her standing. Look at Rashi. Rashi says, "Biti Amodi, Amud Amodi Visiabni Lo." Stand up and do Yibum. So Yeshiva. So she says. The mother says, "No, Yeshiva." So Mihisiabim Lo. Her refusal. Her st- staying seated. Zuhi Amidasa. Zuhi Takanta. That's going to be good for her. Meaning she doesn't want to do Yibum. She wants to do Chalitza. Um, okay. So uh, so Amr La. So he says to her back in the Gemara. Amr La. Rechia Barabbas said to her. Yadati, like, do you know? Like, you know anything about him? Like, do you know this? You know, you're refusing him because there's something about him that you know that's that's no good. Rashi says, Yadatle makerasi bo shum davar ganai. You know something about him that's that's you know not not so not so positive. So Amrle in, yeah, she says I do. Mamono hu dechazala vekabay lemichlemina. He sees my money and he wants to you know he wants to uh, take it. He wants he wants to inherit it and use it up. That, that's what he wants to do. Rashi says, "Davarze he yodas bo she'ain baliyama elakadi lecho velichlos mamona ulagarsha." He wants to take her money and use it up, and then he's going to divorce her. So he sees that she's he's a greedy guy, and the only reason he's interested in uh, in yibum is because he wants to inherit her. Okay, so Amr la lo nichalacha. So he says to her, "This is not, not good for you. You don't want him." So he, she says, "So Amr la lo yeah, I'm not interested." So Amr la chalutz la ubekacha takonza. So he said to the to the to the guy, so do chalitza with her, and that way you will marry her. Okay, the case that we said already was rejected. The thing you're not supposed to say. So the boss of the chalitzla Amrle, after he did that, he said to him, Hash de minach if salala chalutzla chalitza ma'ayasa kiheicha de tishri la'ama. So he said to him at that point, he said, Look, you did a chalitza, and your chalitza was you thought you were marrying her, but it, that's not what really happened. Uh, you did chalitza, and now that now that you've done it. Now do a real chalitza and allow her to be to, to be permitted to the world. So what does that mean? The implication is that the original chalitza that he did at that time, when he said to him, you know, do chalitza and you'll be and, and you'll marry her, so that that somehow passed her at least from being married to him. And he says now that now that that's done, so he says to him, look, final line is now what you just did it passed her to you. You didn't realize it. You thought you were marrying her. He's like, hey, what what gives? I thought I was marrying her. Sorry, you didn't. Actually, what you did was you uh, you passed her for you, right? But now that that happened, 
Now, do me a favor, do a regular chalitza, and now with kavana, meaning to actually do, to, to, to free her, and that'll, and that'll work. So you see there, a, a little different, right? At this point, you see that, that this, this, you know, chalitza, uh, we still passing that doesn't work as a full chalitza, but there's some implication here that Rabbi Chia believed that doing it at least could start the process along, at least passing her to the, to the yavam. Um, you know, it's an interesting point. Like, you know, he could have run away at that point and then she'd be really stuck, right? But at least he, maybe, but perhaps he, he felt, and he has to know, like, right, sociologically, it's always the question in these cases, getting things like this. You know, sociologically, what's going to happen for the person, right? But maybe here, by the fact that he, you know, uh, that the guy realizes he's now passed to her, fine, so he'll just go ahead and do the chalitza already because he wants to, he, the person wants to keep the halacha, he wants to do the right thing. So once he's been told that she's psula to him, so he says, you know what, I'll go ahead and I'll, and I'll, and I'll do the chalitza. Okay, next case, Bas Chamua de Rav Papa. This was Rav Papa's, the daughter of Rav Papa's father-in-law. So, I guess not his, his sister-in-law, but, you know, his father-in-law's daughter. Nafla lifnei yibam, yabam she'en hagunla. Again, she fell to a yabam who was not appropriate for her. So, Asla kamei abaye. So, he came in front of abaye. Amrlai, chalutzla, ubekachat hakonza. Same thing, he used the same language. He told her, okay, so do chalitz with her, and you'll marry her. Don't you Yochanan said it doesn't work? Right? They need to have kavana. It's not, it's not going to do anything. So he says, fine. So he says, okay, so if I'm wrong, what should I say? We know you're supposed to, you're supposed to tell, him, tell him to do chalitza, and I'm going to pay him. You get him to do it that way. Okay. The boss of the chalitza, after he did chalitza, so after he did chalitza, so, uh, so, um, uh, Abayah said, okay, so n- now pay him the 200 zuz. Right? I mean, he's, just, he's just following the directions right, that our prophet told him. So, so, so Abayah said, okay, so now you're supposed to pay him the same zuz. Amalei, Rav Papa, Mishatani Bacha Abdullah. No, you're talking about, no. I told, I told you you should tell him to say that, but you're not really going to have to pay him. Rather, he's going to say, it was a joke. I was, I was kidding with you, basically. What do you mean? Milotan, we have a price that says, when your person is running away from prison, right? This is presumably a prison that was like not not a appropriate prison. Not, a, not really shouldn't, shouldn't really be a prisoner. Right? Was he imprisoned by the government for something he didn't do, or, or not appropriate to be prison, in prison for? And there's some type of you know a, a, a river or something in front of him. He needs to pass across. And he says, and there's a and there's a you know ferry a ferry driver there. Take a dinar. And cross the river for me, you know, drive me across. So, ain't lo elos charo. I mean, they get the other side, and he says, okay, pay up. He goes, well, I'm not gonna pay a dinar, a dinar's a lot. I'll pay whatever the usual price is, whatever, a buck, whatever, whatever it's supposed to cost for the ride. So, ama, amalei, mishate nibacha. So, you see that in that case, you can say to him, look, I was just exaggerating, I was, I was joking, I, I wasn't serious, I just wanted you to do it, but I don't actually owe you that, man, that amount of money. Why? We showed him point out because it doesn't really cost that much. Right? The, the dinar is not the amount of money it actually costs to be. You know, to be transported across the river. So the fact that he, he exaggerated and offered him so much extra money that doesn't uh, that doesn't that, that's not something that we care about, and he doesn't have to pay it. Um, but in, in, and why was he telling him that? Because he wanted to get him to do what he wanted to do. He needed to escape. Same thing here that he's allowed to. You know, she's allowed to say that. Meaning, presumably, she wants a chalitza. She's nervous. He's not going to give it to her, so she exaggerates. And she says, I'll, I'll pay. Chalitza doesn't, doesn't cost, shouldn't cost any money. She should do it for free. Right? So that, in fact, he goes ahead and, and he, uh, 
you know, and she exaggerates and says, I'll give you all this money. He goes, it's great, no problem. And he does it and he intends it. So it works. Uh, but what about the money she has to pay? She never had to pay that money. That was not something that she's required to pay. But it was just kind of a, a kunz to get him to do what she wanted him to do. So Amalei, Avu So So that's what happened. Fine. So, so, so Rav Papa kind of taught, taught Abayah all the way through how to do the right thing. So Amalei, Avu So Rav Papa says, so Abayah, you know, uh, Abayah now says to Rav Papa, where's your father? Amalei B'masa, he says, in the city. Where's your mother? Amalei B'masa, also in the city. Yavu So what happened? So Abayah looked at his parents and they died. So it's kind of a strong response to being kind of embarrassed by what happened. That basically Abayah felt like if Papa, you know, one upped him, and what, so he killed his parents, it doesn't really seem to make sense. So to be shown to point out, he, he, didn't, he didn't kill his parents. But he, uh, he, you know, realized that the reason Rav Papa has this, you know, ability to have all this information, to knowledge, is because he's Tamachacham, must be someone supporting him. And right? his parents were supporting him. And he felt like, you know, it was a shtickle like uh, Ayn Hara. So he, so he, so he or, or he felt like, you know, wow, you know, it's so special and amazing thing that you have, both your parents who are supporting you, and then when he looked at them, it sort of like was over the Ein Hara, and they passed away. But the point being that uh, in the story, that Republic clearly had this information and knowledge more was sharper than Abaye, because again, he had this ability to spend time learning. I didn't have to go to work. You know, that's why he was able to have this uh, higher level of, 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 of knowledge. Okay, we'll stop here.